0: Hey, it's Heidi Dawson, and this is Wednesday Wisdom, where I interview wildly successful people from across the world, where we get an inside view into what their daily life looks like. Success leaves clues, and on Wednesdays, we're finding them. Join me now for the latest wildly successful interview. Hi guys, welcome to the 85th episode of the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Podcast. And it's Wednesday, so you know good things are happening around here. (laughs) Like I'm talking to someone awesome. And that's definitely true for my guest today. I mean, she is a busy mom of three. She's a wife and also an Executive National Vice President for Arbonne. She has won Arbonne's Ace Award twice she has also won 10 paid vacations for her family which so you know she's killing it she coaches women on nutrition health skin and we all those things that we love to talk about right Uh, we're going to get into some of the mindset behind how she has been so successful today and i love to talk about that so let me introduce you to mary jane archer Hi Mary Jane. Hello. Uh, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today for Wednesday Wisdom. I'm super excited to talk to you about everything that you have going on, um, all about your work, your family, all of the fun things that we were talking about earlier. So um, thank you. how are you doing today? I'm doing fabulous today. Thank you. How are you? You're welcome. I'm good. I mean, I, the weather is fantastic, and I'm sitting here looking outside, and there's lots and lots and lots of leaves. We just had them picked up, and they're back, so which I am never sad about because it means we have beautiful, healthy trees. Absolutely, yes. I love the season. Love, me. yeah, for sure. Which which kind of reminds me of the name of your company, which we had talked about just a few minutes ago, Arbón which means it comes from Switzerland. I I guess it was a a town or a county in Switzerland. I'm not really even sure what that is, but um, it means beautiful tree. So it reminds me of that, always green and always growing, which is kind of the, I don't know if it's the mission of your company, but I love that. Um, And we'll get into that a little bit more. But uh, so you are Uh, You are a busy working mother and a wife, so I know you have a lot going on with that. Um, You also are very successful in in what you do for a business, which is working with Arbonne. Now, let's get the formal questions out of the way that I like to ask everyone. Do you have a morning routine that you can share with us and maybe also touch on how you balance work and home life? well um my morning routine i have really um embraced the like do not touch the phone right away (laughs) i i was falling victim of or you know pray to that draw and then i was like you know no 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 no." um i mean currently yes i do have a morning routine um it just is always no matter how much time i have in the morning because some mornings i have more time than others but um There is a devotion, there's two devotionals I love. Um, One is by Bob Goff called um, Living in Grace, Walking in Love. And he's just, he's just, I love him. If you don't know about Bob Goff and his books, everybody always um, was just incredible. Um, But that devotional and uh, there's another one called Jesus Calling, I love that. But um, those are what I've been doing, you know, um, for the last while. And, uh, before that, I don't know if you've heard of Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. No, a, I haven't. Oh my goodness. So that book is a life-changing book. Okay. incredible. Yeah. Hal, Hal Elrod, Miracle Morning, change your life. Miracle Morning, Hal <laughs> Elrod. Okay. Yes. So Absolutely. Miracle Morning, what is a Miracle Morning? It's starting your day with he calls them lifesavers, and S A V E R S stands for silence, uh, affirmations, visualization, exercise, um, reading, and scribing, which is writing. Wow! and, uh, and that you can. Sounds, I, as, I'm just looking at that as I write it down because it helps me when I write something down. Um, that is, if you did that every morning and, and I interview a lot of people and it seems like most of them, because I try to focus on people that are wildly successful in some area of their life, most of them do this. So whether it's silence, you're meditating, um, mm-hmm. affirmations, maybe you're, uh, you know, like you did devotions or speaking something out loud, um, visual, Visual visualizing your future, visualizing where you want to be. Yep. Exercise, reading something positive. I also would probably add in listening to something positive, like a great podcast. Yeah. And then scribing, which could be journaling, which is wow, that's incredible. I love that. That's great. I'm going to have to check that book out. For everybody listening, I will put that in the show notes to Miracle Morning, Hal Elrod. Thank you for saying awesome. that. So that's, yes, that's your, that kind of. Do you follow that every morning? I okay I have I don't do it every like just being transparent in the last few months like I've um, really just spent more time in the word and and then I go exercise and I have this I mean I do it but I wouldn't say it's been like you know there was a season where I literally did that every morning Um but it's not like i feel like i still do it it's just kind of not as organized maybe <laughs> that's <laughs> fair that's fair yeah. I, and I and i like the transparency i think you know if most people were being honest with themselves i think most people kind of are like oh i do it 6 days out of the week or 4 <laughs> days out of the week and i'm lucky if i can do it 4 days out of the week so i think we're human and and it's okay and you know and sometimes you just get in such a you know, a habit of it that you're doing it, but you don't realize like what you just said, maybe I do it. It's just not as organized. Right. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I guess you do all those things in the day, but not necessarily all in the morning. <laughs> right. Right. Ne- <laughs> yeah. Not necessarily as soon as you wake up. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yes. I agree with that. I do the same thing. I try to, every once in a while, most of the time I do my morning routine every morning. Now I I do not have children. So that makes it a lot easier. Right, right, yes, <laughs> so exactly. I, yeah, so I have a very quiet morning. But um, yeah, so, all right, now let's talk a little bit about sleep. Uh, I find that that is something that varies with most people. Um, do you have a sleep requirement? Do you have a certain amount of hours that you like to sleep? I mean, I really just know I should not go to bed too late. <laughs> okay. All. <laughs> that's my requirement as I look at the time I'm like ah, I need to get in bed and you know just self-discipline to know I need to get to bed because I could be a night owl and uh, then I okay in the morning when I'm not you know I'm a much better mom much better me uh, when I've slept <laughs> sleep. okay all right so not really a certain amount of hours that you- I mean I know I love at least seven um, eight is great but you know isn't that interesting I think everybody that almost everyone that I've talked to so far would be between the seven and eight hours and um very few I had one that slept 11 and she just was killing it all day I know and she is very very driven Uh, and then there's one that um, needed just let needed less so anyway I I love asking that question (laughs) All right, so you were born in California, sunny California, and then you moved to ski country when you were young, right? Am I right on that? Yep, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you've lived in some cool places, and you said that you grew up, we chatted a little bit before, and you grew up carrying your snow skis on the bus. Now, that's pretty cool to me. I think that would instill a sense of adventure in you. Does that ring true? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Are you adventurous? Yeah. I am. Yeah. I love adventure. It's one of my favorite things ever. Yes. I can do that. Okay. So now I'm genuinely fascinated too by women that raise a family and have a career as well. I I don't know how that you do it. I mean, I know it's, it has to be challenging and rewarding all at the same time. So you, you seem to have created a life that allows you to spend time with your family as well as having a fulfilling career. Is that, by, was that by design? I mean, absolutely. I, I really thought that, um, I mean, I should say when I realized that I could create a substantial income working from home so that I could put everything else first, I mean, I realized that, you know, if I could create an Arbon business that that would allow me to have time freedom because of the way the business model is. And before that, I was just raised to go to school and study hard and get a good job and do what you love because you're there like all day, every day. I mean, most of the time. And, you know, um, I just, I had a whole family. That's what everybody did. You know, nobody was an entrepreneur in my family um, and, or a business owner. Um, but when I realized, like, oh, I could have a career and not sacrifice, um, you know, raising my kids. And I didn't want to be the, the daycare, you know, having someone else raise them. And, right. um, you know, there were very few jobs, I'll call it, you know, when my twins were two that I could do at nap time and when I put them down to bed. And, or I could just get a sitter for a couple hours and go and have a coffee date, you know, an appointment with somebody, um, where you can have your, your life and work your business around it and just do that consistently over time to create, you know, a really legitimate, awesome, you know, income. I love that. I, you know, so, so I, I, I'm always, I love when people take a situation that they weren't extremely happy with, and not that you weren't happy, but you took it and you made it into something that lights you up. Can you talk a little bit about how you worked your way up and maybe some of the limiting thoughts you had to overcome, to build your successful team that you have right now? Cause we all have these limiting thoughts. And I know that if no one in your family previously had been an entrepreneur or started their own business, then that was something probably that was a little bit foreign to you. So how, how did you work your way up and get past any limiting thoughts that you had? So, um, for sure that is the biggest hurdle for anybody who ventures out in a business like this i've learned it's their mindset and uh that you know that famous phrase if you think you can or you think you can't you're right that's right Um, and actually it was at that first training that um i heard a trainer say you know um it was called how to get out of your own way and it was all about how what we say to ourselves is, you know, our, you know, just what we speak, um, is one of the keys to just overcoming limiting beliefs because we have the thoughts that we have that we don't even know that we have, right? A lot, most right. of them are subconscious thoughts, you know, stuff that you just absorbed in your home with your parents and whatever they were going through as you know you grow up, but. Um, just all the stuff that are all those limiting beliefs that I think most of us have, um, and then just becoming aware of that. Because typically, we don't really know those thoughts that are holding us back. We just have a feeling. And really, the feelings come after a thought. But you know, when we have a subconscious thought, we don't know what it is, but we have the feeling and we know we're feeling whatever, you know, and it's usually a down or feeling of down or overwhelm or, you know, sadness or something like that. Um, so it was about, you know, that what I learned from her and it it literally, it's, it's changed. It really began the journey of me changing my whole future because, you know, the brain believes what it hears and, when you can speak life over yourself in those moments where you are feeling those negative thoughts that are going on that you might even, you know, and there are plenty we are aware of, right? Like, Oh, I'm not, you know, I'm not thin enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm, you know, or whatever it is that you, um, you know, we just have doubt. Um, but what I know is that, You know, whatever you focus on grows and you can always, if you can grow awareness around that happening, um, you know, you can either feed your doubt or feed your belief. And so that's where speaking over those thoughts, speaking out, like, you know, I, I got this, I can do this, you know, I'm meant for more, I'm capable, you know, who wouldn't want to, who wouldn't want to be, you know, join me in my business who wouldn't want this for their life or just, you know, speaking the opposite basically of what maybe you're thinking, you know, I can, you're you're talking about kind of rewiring maybe. Um, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big believer in that. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I do think, you know, so often we have thoughts that we aren't aware of and, you know, when, when you can become aware of them, and I'm—I have been on a journey myself, and so I get it. And I just did a podcast on Monday about how, if you're you being aware of them, and it—it's hard because you—it takes a lot of of—it um, does take a lot of self-awareness to realize, hey, I was just thinking something that was really kind of not nice about myself, and changing it. And actually physically saying it, I like that. Saying it out loud, you know, uh, that isn't true. Like, that is not true at all. And here's what is true. Mm -hmm. So that's what you're talking about. I like that. So when you say that the brain believes what it hears, um, are you talking about what, when it hears its thoughts or speaking out loud? Yeah, I mean literally what's you hear with your ears like i mean here's an example that's obvious if you meet a child i mean a beautiful small child right that really is um you know at home they're being told that they're you know worthless good for nothing whatever i mean you can see and feel the vibration off of a child that is being told these things that are obviously not true, right? They're not true, but do they believe it? Yes. Yeah. Right? And it's, I mean, that's just a heartbreaking example, but it is the truth. Like, you know, and we have to just put on belief and speak life over ourselves. And that will be what you start to believe. And it really will feel like you're lying to yourself at first until it doesn't. Right. And so do you have like uh, bridge statements or gap statements where sometimes people are like, but that isn't true. Um, So I I always try to talk, like I think about, okay, so, okay, maybe I'm not here yet, but I can at least say I am that, you know, I'm getting there or something like that. Do you, do you use those as well? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I love that. I mean, I, I think What you're saying is so good, and people that are listening—we all have those thoughts. And you know, we have sixty thousand thoughts a day, and eighty percent of them are negative. That's scary to me. And and so, if we can just actively remember that, just that one thing, that one statement can tell us, okay, so I need to be more aware of what I'm thinking about. Yeah, to be kinder to myself because that's where it all starts. You know you grow into an adult and you aren't having to listen to your parents anymore say, oh, you're you're worthless or you you can't do this or you're not capable. Um it's your job. It's your responsibility to do that for yourself. And I'm I I actually am a big proponent of that. And that is not a popular thing to say, but I do believe that we have a responsibility to ourselves to um to make that statement that I can do this. Like you said, I've got this. All right. So that's, that's wonderful. So really just your, your positive mindset and your way out of, you know, thinking negatively was your way to success. Would you attribute that as one of the main things to your success or what? What? Absolutely. I mean, and it really is about personal development. Um, that is number one. And I'll, I'll give two examples too where, like these two things that I, when I learned, I was like, okay, I mean, this makes sense. And one is the iceberg analogy. Do you know the iceberg analogy where you have your whole mind is your, is the whole iceberg, but only 10% of an iceberg is above the water, right? right? 90% of the iceberg is actually under the water. And that is a representation of our conscious and our subconscious mind. And so if you realize that only 10%, is conscious and 90 is subconscious then the i mean our life our our relationships where we live our home our the car we drive the job we have all the things is really driven from is because of all the thoughts we're having in our subconscious mind and so where if you don't love your life if it's not you know full of all the things you you wish freedom and fun and love and joy and um, and, and, you know, I went to work on learning what is going on in my subconscious that is, that um, isn't serving me. And, and so that personal development journey is, is the first road I went on kind of just figuring that stuff out. I um, Had some amazing mentors. I mean, God just provides people, right? Does he like, you need something and, and, and you'll need right. somebody, right? So that's, that's right. what happens. Absolutely. I <laughs> so. that as well. And, and, and I always say that, you know, you know, that joke, um, there's a joke that talks about how this, um, man was in, I don't remember if it was like a hurricane or whatever. And he ended up on his roof and the water swirling around him and he, and, you know, there's a, a boat comes up and. There's like, come on, get on, get on, Um, we're going to save you. And he's like, nope, God's going to save me. And the boat's like, okay, whatever. And he floats away. And then another person comes by and is like, hey, you know, come on, I'm going to help you. I'm going to save you. And in another boat, and he's like, nope, God's going to save me. And then a helicopter comes by and is like, drops down a rope and said, here, come on, we're going to save you. He goes, nope, God's going to save me. And when um, he eventually drowns because the water comes too high over the roof and he gets to heaven, he was like, God, I thought you were going to save me. And he goes, I sent you two boats and a helicopter and you didn't take any of them. So it's, it's like, I always say to take the opportunities that come along. Um, If you hear um, a podcast, that's good. If you someone suggests a book to read that's good take it and that's the thing is taking action so absolutely yeah and then giving it enough time that's the other thing I realized for people that have a desire to to for more or to change and you know create something is they either put a time limit on it you know, they're going to try for whatever, you know, right. And that is literally like, you've already failed. (laughs) If you like you to become successful in a business that you're creating, you have to just commit to doing it until right. And, um, an interesting phenomenon with the brain and change and seeing things happen in your life that are different. Um, one of my many you know, uh, mentors, Keith Kochner is his name. Um, He gives, he taught me this analogy about an aircraft carrier needing seven miles to turn around. So a giant aircraft carrier out in the ocean, you can imagine, you know, big old thing there and you turn, you're gonna go totally, you know, in the other direction, you turn that wheel, and what do you see for a long time? The same horizon, right? right. It's water and still more water and still more water. You're, it doesn't look any different. Um, and until you do see, you know, land, for example, right? right? And in that time, the average, he says, is about 36 months. And wow. literally, you turn that wheel. And what really helps you not let go and give up and just turn it back, like, oh, you know, this isn't working, is mentorship. Mentorship. Really having someone and, uh, you know, that what I love about the Arbonne community is how much you are encouraged and loved on and supported and, and taught and, you know, just all those things that keep someone else's hand on the wheel with you. Right. You don't, you know, forget, you know, give up. Um, and if you, if you think about it for a second, somebody else has the wheel and they're going to be like, no, 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 we've got this. You got it. Don't let go. Yeah. Keep it turned. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, that seven miles to turn around is about 36 months in our actual world where you then see changes, right? So uh, people who quit. You know that's really the only way to fail um yeah. at your at your going after your dreams is to to quit on them uh, and- that's a beautiful statement and so true and i think I think that is one mistake that I, we probably have all made at one point or another yeah. um but if you you learn that you do you can't quit and i did a, I, I do reels sometimes on instagram i i I did one that said you aren't always going to be the smartest and you aren't always going to be the, I don't know, the richest or whatever, but you can always be the one that doesn't quit. Yeah. You can always be that one.
1: Yeah. I know that's so in all our hands. hands.
0: Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's great. So the mentorship, um, it sounds like arbon that's why they are successful is because they are really giving you the support you need. Absolutely. Yeah, that's without wonderful. that, I mean, I don't know where any of us would be. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love that. I had, yeah. um, back to the iceberg, um, I've seen the memes, but I had never, I had never really noted, I didn't know that 90% and 10%, so, and the, the 90%, I didn't, haven't heard that, so that's really interesting. I like that a lot, uh, because, whew, of course, I guess it right? goes back to, you know, the thoughts being 80% negative. Um, until you recognize that you're doing it, which whew, yeah. everybody, we have to we have to do better about ourselves and our thoughts. Yes. Well so, that's okay. Well that yeah. that alone to me, what you're just saying is that you know, just make sure you don't quit and and to ensure that you don't quit, maybe try to find a mentor. Absolutely. I'm you have to lock arms coaches. At, yeah. yeah. Just locking arms with someone to support you, encourage you. Um, yeah, there's a lot of groups I think for, for that. Um, so I think that's beautiful that your company does that now. Okay. So you are such a happy spirit. I love chatting with you. I love talking to you and you likewise. Thank you. The, um, (laughs) 2020 has been pretty challenging for, well, I think everyone in the world, right? (laughs) I don't think anybody has escaped 2020 being challenging so there's been a lot of changes for a lot of people how have you managed to help your family stay sane through it all because you have three children and a husband um how, how have you managed this year how has it changed your family how has it changed your work things like that just that people can take from um you know it really has been and difficult and like you said, I, I mean, I'm really just a happy person and I'm, I'm very um, just optimistic. I just, that's how God made me. Um, and I have I've had plenty of days where I, you know, the noise gets to me and, you right. know, and I thought if I'm, you know, if I feel taken down by this, like. Yes. And I've got such a, you know, a tenacious spirit. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and a positive, you know, tenacious spirit that if, if I'm feeling smushed by this, like, ah, oh, you know, I imagine mean, if you, and I, I'm with you, um, optimism. I, I, I generally am probably overly optimistic if I really was being honest, <laughs> but I was, I was talking with a friend of mine just last night and she was saying, I need some happy in my life right now. I'm, I'm struggling. And I thought, That If that isn't probably the key, that thing that I've heard the most in the last few months is people needing something good to happen, you know? So, um, I mean, I'm I'm very, I mean, the reasons or how I've managed just to answer your question is, is a, my family, um, my husband, um, just coming together. Even when we were all locked down, we'd go on runs together as a family and, um, just going out to our farm, which I'm so grateful we had that. Is we we have that escape. Um, there's just land that we don't actually farm, but it is a farm um, not too far from here. So just to go out and be in the beauty um, has been a really beautiful escape. Um, just being in nature is something that you know. Even if you don't have a farm, like just go out and be amongst the beauty of God's creation. Because I feel um, that. Well, for me, at least it just really can, can, you know, nurture my spirit, so to speak, and focus on just being grateful for so many things, despite what's going on. Um, So that, and then just leaning more into God, honestly, you know, it's, I don't know, maybe it's just human. I've heard this from plenty of friends that, you know, I mean, just in times of trouble, it's like, oh my gosh, we just like, who can really help? It's God. <laughs> so, I mean, just leaning into my faith, um, and reminding myself that he's got it, you know, um, and to just listen for what is my part in this, but to just trust that's been really, you know, really, uh, definitely helped my sense of peace and, um, and then truly my, my, uh, my business friends but we're really family you know my armon family um just because what we do is focus on helping other people um so you know whenever you focus you take your focus off of yourself mm-hmm. um and you put it on helping others you know whether it's a pandemic or not like i mean it's always good medicine you know um so we get to just really help other people which you know, fills, fills your cup too. So all of those things really so that uh, it has been very trying. Yes. Yeah. And you know what you said, helping others and, and s- focusing on yourself is generally, um, uh, sometimes <laughs> is the key to being miserable. If you just focus on yourself yeah. and that doesn't mean avoiding self-care or self-love. It means thinking that the world is against you or thinking that the world, um, that everything is working against you when the opposite is true. Everything is working for you. And if you just look for something that's good and what's happening, you know, what good is going to come from this? Mm-hmm. You know, just, just one thing recently that, we have created um you know they they they're talking about creating this vaccine and you know maybe we can come up with cures faster you know there's there's something good that will come from this and i don't know what that is but i truly believe that there will be and so i think always having that optimistic approach is key to being able to think that you have a positive future so Okay. So then what advice would you give to other working mothers or even mothers that aren't working, but would, are considering entrepreneurship? So, um, okay. So entrepreneurship, it's all about you creating something, right? Right. So honestly, what I've learned is, you know, work on yourself more than on your business and give yourself grace and give it enough time. I mean, just be committed and be convicted, I should say, that you will work until, you know, whatever goal it was. I mean, for me, it was having my husband never have to deploy again. I knew if I could earn a full-time income that when his time up, you know, his, his active duty time was up that we could afford to get out. So, you know, you have to have a reason why. Right. to, to propel you. So if you're just, and if it's just money, it's not enough, you right. know? Um, so if you're starting a business or if you have a dream in your heart, I feel like God does not put a dream in your heart that he doesn't equip you to, to do. And so just trusting that, and man, the naysayers will be there. Uh, I heard a great example, My one of my dear friends in Arban, also at the top of the company, Christina Ware, she said, nobody gets tackled when they're on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> like It's only when you get off the bench and That's you're right. in the game That's that right. you get tackled. That's so right. it's going to happen, and um, you really just have to be deaf to it. There's a great story about a, a frog that uh, this it's a silly story, but man, is it true when you're, you know, entrepreneurship, this adventure. Um, so imagine this little, you know, town of frogs. One day, this they, some frogs decide they want to hop up this building and, you know, whatever, they get a wild hair and they're going to just go and hop up this building and a few, you know, they start out and, people are going, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? This doesn't make sense. Like This is why, you know, they don't understand. And, um, and one by one, you know, the frogs that are trying, they are falling off, falling off. And then this one just keeps going. And, you know, the, the crowd is yelling, why? why? You're, this is dangerous. You're gonna kill yourself. You're crazy. And, um, you know, he makes it to the top and comes down and the interview, um, you know, interview frog has the microphone, he hands it to him, he says, so how did you hang on? Like, how did you do it? And he, he leans in because he doesn't know what he said. He, he, you realize he's deaf. He didn't hear him, right? And he didn't hear the naysayers. He right. literally didn't hear the naysayers. So <laughs> that's why he kept going, right? He wasn't influenced by the, oh, you're wasting your time. He oh, thought they were I tearing you, real Oh, yeah, um, you know, why are you doing this? nobody ever succeeds at this, or whatever. All the naysayers that, that will try to tackle you. <laughs> right. You just-, you just and usually, they're well, on the bench. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And they are not going after the dreams in their life. And so when you go after yours, it really makes them feel badly about not going after theirs. And that's probably a subconscious thing going on. They don't even realize that. Um, yes. But, or they just want to protect you and they just don't get it you know they don't understand right. it but but that's okay you know and that's you just right. have to you know love them anyway i love it I, I love that you know because honestly there are people that will say oh you know that's never going to happen and you just employ, just ignore it um don't even don't even listen to that i i like that i like that a lot um Okay. So you said that we were talking a little bit earlier about, um, your optimistic kind of just the way you were ready. That's just how you are, is that you are happy. Uh, I, I can see that. So what genuinely though, outside of, I mean, what is it that where you are genuinely the happiest? I asked this question because I think that, happiness is one of the, the key ingredients to living a wildly successful lifestyle. So when, when are you the happiest? Like what is it that brings you joy and happiness? Uh, you know, um, number one, I think is just being with the people I love. Yeah. You know, being with the people I love, my family, my husband, my children, and I love it. Uh, you know, I, I definitely feel the most, alive when I get to pour into other people I feel like God's put me here to encourage and when I do that you know it's I feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to do you know um, right. and that of course brings me a lot of joy when I have the opportunity to get to help someone believe in themselves to go after what they want and you know, go get it. Yeah. That's, you know, since I've started asking that question, it seems like um, a very consistent answer and it's never money. It's never um, the career. It's always either people being, being with the people I love or making other people feel beautiful or helping others. So it's always about, you know, just, Something beautiful, which I love. So it's it tells me, and it's the reason why I started asking that question is because I think sometimes we have a tendency to think, oh well, I if I have this, I'll be happy. When I have this, I'll be happy. And it's just the idea of being happy now, um, figuring out a way to enjoy life now, and then you can sit back and just watch doors open for you because you're happy. And, you know, that, that's just going to find more opportunities for you. So would you agree yeah, with that? Absolutely. And I mean, I just want to remind your listeners that God, you know, he doesn't make any junk. Right. <laughs> and, you know, that's right. you know, he didn't look at one person and say, you, Oh, you, gosh, am I going to bless you and Oh, the future you'll have and all the blessings you'll have. And then, Amazing things you'll do, but you not so much. Right. I mean, he, didn't do that. Right. That <laughs> he does doesn't do it. that. No. So I mean, just remembering, you know, who you are. Yeah. And um, that you have, you have gifts to offer. That you know, Every when we a person every single person and when we when we think we don't is the only that's that's when you know we we uh get in our own way of it is just thinking we don't and you said something that i absolutely 100 percent believe in, i say it a lot as well is that if you have a dream in your heart and it's put there you have every capability of reaching that. And as long as you believe it and you go after it and you don't quit and you don't let the naysayers get to you and you stay going 36 months at least, that dream is going to become a reality. And so anybody listening, just understand that because you didn't give up, I mean, sure. I'm sure that there were times where you thought about it, but um, just me, even with it, things I've done, you know, if I had have given up when it wasn't looking good, you know, things wouldn't have turned out so well. So, and I think we can all experience that. So, I love, love, love that message, and I'm, I thank you for sharing that with us. So, how do people get in touch with you if they're interested in either Arbonne products or working with you with Arbonne? How do they get in touch with you? Um, well, I mean, if anybody's wants to have a conversation. Um, I, you can call me, text me, email me. Um, my email is Mary Jane Archer at gmail.com. And my cell phone is 858-405-6007. So it's just, it's just one of those things that, um, it's definitely an and not an or business. I help people understand that because, you know, Lord knows I had a super full plate when I started my Arbonne business, but um, it is a genuine way to focus on helping other people and creating freedom for your life. And there are just not too many, you know, vehicles like that out there. So, and who doesn't want that, right? Well, I mean, I don't, yeah, who doesn't want that? Of course, I that, yes. Absolutely. And I will put that, um, on, I'll put that in the show notes. So I'll put your email and that way people can contact you if they'd like to talk to you a little bit more. Yeah. Thank you so much. This has been so much fun. Thank you so much. Really giving me the opportunity to just help somebody out there. Love it. Hey guys, I just wanted to say that Mary Jane's results are not typical for um, Arbon. The less than 1% of AICs achieve the MVP title that she has worked hard for. The annual typical earnings of AICs can be found at earnings.arbon.com. Thanks. Love you guys. Bye.